actually. Okay. You wore something dark. I'm the one who wore something light today. Uh, plus, I'm winded. I'm out of shape, man. Super out of shape. Running to get in here on time. Oh, since we're talking about Buffalo today, did I tell you what I saw? I didn't tell you what I saw on the way up to Annapolis. No. I saw an SUV with an NC State bumper sticker. Oh, no. And a Buffalo Bills sticker. And I thought to myself, <sighs> we need to find those people. We need, we need to <laughs> get them some. It's one of those classic, like, why did you choose this life? Or did that life <laughs> choose. choose you? Did that life choose you? Because, man, you, as I joke with Kelly, I'm like, that person's seen some things. I mean, let's let's think about the same that Browns were losing last week, and I had tweeted out, you know, Cleveland ain't for soft people, and right? They were like, "Tell me about it. I'm a state fan and a Browns fan." I'm like, "Oh, whoa, 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 hurts. whoa, whoa, that whoa, hurts. whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up, <laughs> really hurts." Uh, At least Buffalo went to uh, the Super Bowl. Browns Wolfpack fan, yeah. yeah. Who is this person? Um, I'm can sure we get I can find the, it? Can we get them? Can we get them on? Because sure. I have questions now. How are you a Browns? state person and like not a Browns well, Ohio a state or there's a lot of people from Ohio yeah, who come down but here. But typically they hold allegiances to like the Buckeyes or something. Or like my guy, Russell, the love muscle. He's riding hard for BGSU, man. Bowling green, baby. Oh, when I, Russ Henry's a big Bowling green. Fan. No, he went to Bowling. Green. Oh, he attended Bowling green. Got you. As he, it's funny when I had to do the roadie to Detroit, I actually drove through Bowling Green and I had never been up that way. So yeah. I texted Russ and I was like, so that's where you partied? No wonder. Cause there's like nothing there. He goes, yeah, man, it's just people came to us to party. There's just nothing to do. And it's got a really good tailgate setup too. Like it's like a Carter Finley, like set up around the football stadium. It's a tiny football stadium, bunch of fields, man. Get your party on, right? Fields. Got you. Fields, right? It's all about fields. Anyway. Wow. People are already. People are already making comments about DJ Horn. Jeez. We'll talk about it. Very opinion. A lot of people with opinions on DJ Horn. All right, you ready? A lot, a lot of people. Yeah, let's not start the show that way. Let's go. No, I don't know. We'll warm up. We'll <laughs> warm up. Let's I'm going go. to wait for your trulies to kick in. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. OG. 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 Let's podcast alongside Joe Gillio. I'm Joe Ovias inside Eford Studios, downtown Raleigh. Big thanks to Empire Properties. And of course, big thanks to Sleek Fleet, sleek-fleet.com. It's Thursday. It's just past two o'clock. That means it is OG Live. Thanks to Sleek Fleet. Sleek Fleet is not your typical rideshare. This is some real baller stuff. You want to go to a game in style? You need to pack a bunch of people to go to the airport. We got spring breaks coming up. You're already thinking about spring break planning, right? You got that big trip coming up. You're going to the airport. What do you need, Joe? Transportation. Maybe you're like my man, Chung Yeezy. Hey, what was the number for Sleek Fleet? How did I get in touch with Sleek Fleet? Sleek-Fleet.com. Mm. He needed a party bus to get eight fans to the state game. See? I was like, perfect. Perfect. I actually saw the Yeezy. Appreciate you for not only listening to the podcast. Love that. But going... Costanza sleek-fleet.com uh, I've got the uh, I'm actually going to go see Journey are you going to go to the Journey show at PNC Arena no 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 James Vito but, I'm going to uh, stop I'm going to actually I've actually I'm actually boycotting Journey until they bring Steve Perry okay back. well he's got anxiety he doesn't 
perform anymore. So I get that. I hope he works through it. Jessica and I are going. Okay. Now we'll be using Sleekfully. Our friend Joe Wagstaff has an anniversary coming up ah. next week, this week, next week. Okay. And he's like, hey, I want to go to the Angus Barn. I said, yes. Go to sleek-fleet.com. Tyler will take care of you. All right. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Zach already on the comment section. Cleveland is not for soft people. Browns fan here. Yeah, no, we we understand that. We actually understand that. I guess Jeremy Markovich, NC Rabbit Hole is watching. Oh God, Bowling Green. <laughs> I feel now, there are two different Bowling Greens. There's several Bowling Greens, okay. but I'm talking about the Bowling Green. Oh, BGSU or Bowling Green State University, right? And that what it is. Anyway, we have a lot of stuff coming on in about 25 minutes. Lauren Brownlow is going to hang out. We're going to talk some ACC hoops. That's when the all of the ACC hoops conversation Ooh. will take place. We also have a late addition to the card. We do. Uh, do you want to surprise people or do you want to tell people who I, it is? I will just say he's an ACC champion. Oh, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Speaking of champions, it is the divisional round, which means NFL teams are going to be playing for the rights to go compete to be conference champs. So you know what we haven't done in a while, Joe? Hit a button. We have not done premature evaluations in a hot minute. We're going to do this in order, which means we save the best for last. Let's start with Houston and Baltimore. The Ravens are favored. Minus nine. Do you like that? Huge test for the Ravens in this sense. Mm -hmm. When you are the favorite and you are the one that is expected to go to the Super Bowl, you have to get out of the gate. That's the one that they could be tripped up on. We've seen Lamar in the playoffs three times. First two times and in the 2018 season, they lose their first game. Second time in 2019, when they had the best record in the NFL, just like this year, they lost uh, to Tennessee yep. as the number one overall seed with the best record in the NFL. Got to get out of the gate. Uh, one in three in his career in the playoffs. This mm -hmm. is this the pressure is on Lamar in this game, and we'll see how the Ravens respond. Well, the funny thing is, I feel like the Ravens are actually built for this moment because they've been dealing with a variety of injuries. Last check, I'm pretty sure this is probably the healthiest the Ravens have been with Lamar Jackson at well, this point. They're yeah, for sure. But they're also Mark Andrews, their outstanding tight end. You know, that's right. The healthiest they've that he been. could. Everybody's yeah. dealing with injuries. But remember, the Ravens' seasons have always fell, fallen apart for a variety of reasons. Sometimes Lamar Jackson himself is not 100%. Um, and, you know, with the contract, remember the contract dispute, it was a matter of why am I even playing? If I don't have my contract and I'm dealing with this stuff, there was, there was speculation that he wasn't going to play. So last time these two teams played was actually the beginning of the year where it was 25-9. to nine. Ravens won that game. But, of course, this is not week one Houston, as we've seen with C.J. Stroud coming up. I think the math, the math, and they're, they're a complete and total house money team. Yes. Yes. Now the way that they won last week, you're probably not going to duplicate getting two pick sixes in the third quarter of the football game. No, but CJ Stroud was outstanding and is playing loose and free in this game. I think that's the reason why I'm not really, the math is not mathing for me when it comes to Houston advancing for a variety of reasons. Um, one is not to continue to make this like a oddly bashing Ohio fest and, and the Cleveland Browns, but the, the flacco sans was going to come to a close. As as people correctly pointed out, it's one thing when Joe Flacco is a feel-good story and you, you talk about house money. Flacco was literally playing with house money. His career was done, man. The, the Anything that he did was gravy to the is Joe Flacco elite conversation, right? 
And silliness. It was interesting that once they actually got there and there was pressure and people were like, oh my goodness, what happens? Remember when I when I clowned ESPN radio for having a discussion? If Joe Flacco gets to a Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Famer? We're like, we're getting way advanced on this, aren't we? I felt like Houston simply took advantage of a team that buckled under that pressure. I don't see the Baltimore Ravens doing this. I don't see the Baltimore Ravens offense imploding the way it was eventually going to happen with Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. And the Ravens are way too deep and too talented, even with some of the injuries for them to have that happen to them. I feel like the Houston Texans getting to the playoffs, number one and winning a game is like, all right, season is done. We will be the hot trendy team in the same way that the green Bay Packers will be a hot trendy team. So for the record, who do you have? I have the Ravens winning this game. I do not have them covering. Not covering. Got it. Now, I mentioned the Packers. They're at San Francisco. First the line, the Niners, minus nine and a half. I believe the Niners will be the one that uh, unleash the fury and cover the number. I see. Gotcha. The Packers and the Texans are very similar in that they have surprised people in how they've closed out the season. And a lot of excitements around the quarterbacks. You know, C.J. Stratt is doing things that nobody expected. I mean, beyond the expectations for a rookie. And somebody have some people have labeled him the best rookie season they've seen in a long time. Meanwhile, Jordan... I mean, statistically, C.J. Stratt had the best rookie season ever. Now, with Jordan Love, it's the argument for, hey, you know, maybe if you let quarterbacks mature a little bit and just don't throw them out the minute there's some adversity... Don't throw the puppy in the ocean. It might pay off for you, right? And that's mm-hmm. certainly been the case with the Packers down the stretch. Uh, the Packers offense has been cooking because love has been locked in. I think uh, thanks to he's no longer at football outsiders. Things like what FTN Aaron shots and his DVOA offensively. They're sixth right now. But the the key here is that uh, San Francisco's defense is a little bit different. And that's ultimately going to be the difference maker. It's San Francisco's defense being locked in healthy offense is healthy. I think the Packers are again, much like the Texans, one of those super trendy teams for, for people to like next year. And the and the uh, the hype ends this weekend. Jordan Love has been playing out of his mind. Twenty one touchdowns, only one interception in the past nine games. He's also completing seventy percent of his passes. The game is coming really easy to him mm-hmm. right now, and I think you have to give Lafleur credit for what he's done. There was a lot of talk about, well, it was Aaron Rodgers? Well, it was Nathaniel Hackett. Well, it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Eh, this this is a nice this is nice work by the Packers. It, the, despite throwing me off the scent. By losing to Tommy DeVito and the and the Giants by yeah. throwing me off the scent, uh, they've been outstanding. Now, they just poured it out. How many times do I have to tell you? You always go against the team after they poured it out. They didn't get any picks. Well, they had one pick six against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but they they simply just put it on the Cowboys. It's difficult to duplicate an effort like that. I like arrested San Francisco. I like Christian McCaffrey in a similar situation to Lamar Jackson, but he doesn't play quarterback. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people saying, okay, well, if you're the MVP and you're one of these all-timers, you have to prove it in the postseason. Let, let's go Let's go back to the previous matchup, the Ravens and the Texans. Lamar Jackson and how he has played this season, especially down the stretch where they've been being good teams, by the way. Oh, good teams. Unbelievable. Let's, let's throw out like the end of the season slog and especially that last game against Pittsburgh and oh, nobody, know, played. nobody played and it was terrible weather and everything else. Lamar Jackson's been playing on another level. He's probably established himself as the MVP. People have a very, very hard time giving a key weapon like San Francisco with Christian McCaffrey 
a legitimate shot at winning the MVP. I don't like how the MVP conversations have been boiled down to who is the quarterback on the team that wins a bunch. And I think this is the first, I think this is the year where we finally saw the game for what it is and how basic this conversation is. And it's all around Brock Purdy. Again, I admit that I have an issue. I have a problem. The first step to admitting you have a problem, the first step to you know acknowledging you have the problem is admitting you have said problem. And I spend way too much time engaging with national sports talk. And I think it was, I want to say I dabbled with a little Pat McAfee the other day. And it was this conversation about Jordan Love and Brock Purdy and who's out dueling who. And I thought to myself, <laughs> these are not the same guys. No. Stop it. And what's funny is people keep propping up Brock Purdy because he's putting up a bunch of stats. But that tells me that you're not quite paying attention to the stats because Brock Purdy is getting these kind of numbers because of the weapons that he has. The San Francisco 49ers dominate in the league when it comes to yard after catch. Brock Purdy's actually, I think he's 20th. I think he ranks 20th right now in pass attempts. Think about that. He is managing to be ahead of just about everybody in every statistical category, like yards, touch, blah, 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 blah. But he's done it on fewer passes because the San Francisco 49ers have dudes like Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, who can get these big yards, these big chunk yards. So this is not about Brock Purdy outdueling Jordan Love. This is about Brock Purdy doing a very good job of being within Kyle Shanahan's system that produces this stuff when everybody else. You remember in the big, remember in the in the middle of the season when guys were hurt and all of a sudden, you know, Brock Purdy yeah. turned back into Brock Purdy. Oh, okay. Wow, look at that! He doesn't have every weapon with him. But I'm not bringing this up as a knock. I'm simply pointing out that the San Francisco 49ers have everything going for them. So they should be able to take care of business. Including, including, you know, losing the most dangerous teams in their bracket. Yes. Getting knocked out in Dallas and Philly. Yeah, absolutely with you on that one. So we're both in agreement the San Francisco 49ers. I got the Niners and they cover. All right. Bucks, Lions. I don't care. This is the best matchup. I just don't care. Like this, like all these are your typical teams. Okay, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Detroit Lions. Baker Mayfield is the 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 Jared Goff, you know, angle the arc that he was a you know the scrap heap quarterback, and he ends up in Detroit. They believe in him, and it's repaid with this. Like I love this. This is a completely left field matchup in the division. Yeah, remember, it was you can have our first. You can have an, an extra first round pick, but you have to take the quarterback too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the trade from. The Rams to the Lions. Lions are six and a half. Minus six and a half. Uh, they know numbers too big. Games inside controlled environment, but uh, you know the Bucks have been uh, kind of up and down down the stretch. They yeah. burned. They've burned me a couple of times. Uh, I don't think they're a particularly great team. I think the Lions win this game, but I, I, I just went in doubt. Take the points. I want the Lions to win, and the reason why I want the Lions to win isn't for our guy Dan Campbell. And all the, you know, I'm going to rip your kneecaps off and we're going to chew up your cartilage and spit it back out at you and things like that. I want the Lions to win because we would be on deck for an incredible cultural showdown in the Super Bowl where you have all of Detroit. This is what I want. I want a Detroit, Kansas City Super Bowl now because you cannot quit the Chiefs. No, I'll, I'll explain why. Like I said, we, we saved the best for last. Okay. The last game of the divisional round on Sunday night. The reason why I want the Lions and the Chiefs to play in the Super Bowl is because think about it. You're going to have all the Taylor Swift stuff with, with KC. 
right? Just be there. The oh. boyfriend, they're getting engaged, all that stuff. And on the Detroit side, they're bringing out all the heavy hitters. Eminem. I'm sure Kid Rock will make an appearance. I think Big Sean made an appearance. Like, I don't know, is uh, Can Bob Seger be there? Is Bob Seger still with us? Pretty sure. Well, hold on. Don't, don't scare me. <laughs> hold on a second. Where's Bob? Where's Bob Seger these days? We got tonight. He is 78, 78 years man. old. Come on. 78 years old. I want him out there talking about night moves. I want him out there talking about old time rock and roll. That's what I need. I need all the Detroit heavies. Sweet 16, third, turn 31. <laughs> and then I need all the Taylor Swift stuff because you have the hardened Detroit people and then all the Swifties who have come along with Kansas City. And I also need Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl because I need more old men to just talk in such a way that is embarrassing. I need more, um, uh, what's his, well, I can't remember the old, uh, Tony, Tony Dungy saying, I don't know, you know, I think uh, I think all this Taylor Swift stuff has led to NFL fans being disenchanted with the product. Best to get Tony. that out now Tony. before Lauren gets here. And Tony. You don't need to do that to her because we've already. I know. I want to tell Tony something really quick. Ratings are up. And when she's there, ratings are up. Everything is up. There's no disenfranchisement when it comes to NFL fans. So please stop trying for the cheap clicks. <laughs> I move on. Hopefully I didn't blow people's speakers out by doing that. And we get to the final game. Kansas City. Buffalo Bills. The Bills at home, finally. They finally get their home game, Joe. This is what they've been waiting for. And it gets them minus two and a half at home. What you got? I thought it was over. Oh, no, 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 no. Just no. when no. I thought it was over. Stop. I did some homework. As you know, the Bills and Chiefs, this will this will complete the trilogy of their playoff matchups. The 2020 season, Kansas City hosts the Bills, beats them relatively easy, 38-24. Mm-hmm. 2021 season, they play an epic game at Arrowhead. That the Chiefs win in overtime, you'll remember. They go 44 yards in 13 seconds. They win the game in overtime. Josh Allen had a had a Picasso of a performance, but it was all for naught because it was 42-36 Chiefs. I'm going to hold this up. I don't know if it's going to show up or not. It should. It should. The camera should adjust. If it doesn't, then it gives me an excuse to go get new cameras. There it is. It's in focus now. What do I see? I see it in red. I see. The numbers are in red. Yeah. In these two games, the playoff games for Tariq, the Cheetah Hill, 11 catches, 172 yards. That was one game. The game of 21, the all-timer, 11 catches, 150, and a TD. So in two playoff games, one by the Chiefs, 22 freaking Catches, twenty-two catches. Yeah. So I so uh, Tariq not playing for the Chiefs in this game. Yeah. Give me the Bills. Give me the Mafia. Give me the dildos on the field. <laughs> the Bills are going to the AFC Championship game. <laughs> okay, so um, you do recognize that the Kansas City Chiefs are a completely different team 
and have been winning as a completely different team. No, it's, team. it's all about Tariq Hill. It's like, I, I got to get back on my horse. You, you, you lost this <laughs> argument because, because you're a stubborn <laughs> SOB. You've decided, I'm going to reconnect no, 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 no. this argument that I lost. I don't know what. It's like in Call of Duty. Back when I used to play Call of Duty. No, I really was Tariq. Call, Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare 2. There was a, I think there's like a buff that you could get. Uh, that you unlock where it's called like last stand. It's like, you killed me, but I just dropped this grenade. Maybe it'll get you. So Tyreek and the Kansas City Chiefs finally just put you to bed, bed they, they with did. this ridiculousness about Tyreek Hill. They but did. you just left a grenade like, ah, no, 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 I got the stat. Told you I was right. Yeah, well, you're wrong. Um, this is going to be another ball control game. And that's how the Kansas City Chiefs have been winning. And I do think this is my kind of game because it's all about what stupidity will ultimately be your team's undoing? Okay. This is, you have been calling you, this shot. You, <laughs> you get all into numbers. You, you all oh, look at these stats, whatever. That's your thing, man. You got your yellow pad. I respect that. But see, I have advanced degrees in stupidity. Mm. And what I find fascinating about sporting events sometimes is in a matchup. Why do you have to overthink it? Why are we overthinking? <laughs> and which team has more more of a likely chance, more opportunities to go, ah, brain fart, than the other. You know, which, which is the team that will have a moment more so than the other team, right? So what this ultimately comes down to. You're saying Bill Belichick. This is what, I'm, this is what it's coming down to. Yeah, meaning, well, let the other team lose. You don't have to win. Will Josh Allen do all the Josh Allen things, just like he did in week 18, which they beat the Dolphins, but he also had three turnovers in that game. But the Dolphins, as we Whoa. know, or, you know, the Dolphins are, we've, we've discussed the Dolphins enough. Or will Kansas City's wide receivers do all the things no, that I have the Kansas this, City Chief wide receivers have been doing? I have this for you, right? Taylor Swift? Yeah. Karma is a tight end on the Chiefs? This is true. No, 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 Taylor. Karma is the spoiled Chiefs quarterback bitching in real time <laughs> to Josh Allen about a correct penalty call on the field in the height of lack of awareness. That is what's karma. And Josh Allen, he's at home. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Yeah. He has got the revenge. He's got this thing circled in a red marker. I'll trust anyone who uses a red marker. So I think Ryan in the YouTube comment section puts it well when it comes to the Lions. The Lions didn't have a winning record with Barry Sanders setting records. You're right. And then he continued, wanting the Lions to win has never done anyone any good, right? The same could be said about the Buffalo Bills or really anything Buffalo related. And this is what I'm curious about. And this is another matter too. You, you bring up the Bill Belichick. Yeah. Let the other team make the mistakes. We don't have to win. Just let the other team lose. Kansas City, when you, when it, actually, I'm going to put it in a context that you can get with. Wait a second. I just used a Taylor Swift karma thing. Like that, I thought that was pretty good. It was good. I, I commend okay. you on that. But I'm actually going to use one of your favorite analogies. In fact, you had this conversation with Steve Forbes on Monday. Uh oh. <laughs> you brought up I the don't whole, like it when you do this to me. You brought up the whole Gary <laughs> Williams death rules. The death rules. Okay. Yeah. Like basically the, the premise being if your life was on the line and you needed a coach, like, okay, you need a coach to win you a basketball game. Who are you picking? Right now? I thought Steve Forbes' answer was interesting. He said, Bill Self. I know. And you were like, and I'm like, well, I wanted to fight over that. You did want to fight over that. 
So would you rather in a game of super consequence, Andy Reed, would you rather put your money on Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes or Sean McDermott and Josh Allen show? What would you rather do? You play the fifth. Yeah. As to not self-incriminate myself. Exactly. Here, all jokes aside, here's why I think it's interesting that we're, there's a couple things going on here. I understand the desire for Buffalo to succeed. They're fun. They have people that set card tables on fire and jump from their RVs onto said snow in the snow. Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw that one. I saw one. It's just all sorts of (laughs) ridiculousness regarding Buffalo fans. And in our area too, where we live, we have an infiltration. There's so many Buffalo fans. You can go to Wegmans. I see Josh Allen's face all the time on the Josh Jackson, all this other stuff. However, it doesn't feel like enough pain yet, though, right? Meaning what? Like, it almost feels like they have to win this one. No. And then lose to Lamar. No. Because that would be the real, like, oh, we finally got over Kansas City. The reason why it's going to be painful. Thank you for bringing that up. The reason why I think it's going to be painful is because they finally got their home game against the Chiefs. Oh, you're right. Both of those games were at our right. They got their home game against the Chiefs. They look at the Chiefs and they think, you're not the Tyreek Hill fly-in. We can score on you in 13 seconds. This is a real simple ball control defense. I got Patrick Mahomes Chiefs teams that's winning differently. And one thing that I will always commend, the one thing that I will always salute Andy Reid and what they got going on with Patrick Mahomes, you are coaching the team you have, yep. not the team that you want. There's, and once the Chiefs, big Mike Krzyzewski energy there. Once the Chiefs figured that out, yep. you, you've seen the turnaround. We don't got to win pretty. We, we don't got to win with the craziness. We can just win with ball control. And I think that ultimately is going to be the difference with the Bills and why I have the Chiefs winning this game and ultimately getting to the Super Bowl again against our Lions. Uh, from Robert, Jillio give you that double down energy. <laughs> when I have to, we call this right? Jillio's folly. <laughs> I, mean, I, I told you I was ready to give up on this. And then Kevin, pesky numbers. <laughs> Obvious is to pick. Obvious is to picking the bills as Catherine Zeta Jones is to dodging lasers. Fantastic reference. <laughs> I never saw that movie with Catherine Zeta Jones. I don't feel like I needed to given. I well, saw the, you just saw the important part in the, uh, in the preview. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, Kelly uh, Fitzgerald. There it is. Classic mixer cup. What were you holding up? Uh, Yes, Ken brought that in. Along with with that that Carolina fever cup that I got going on back there as well. All right, that is our premature evaluations. Are those supposed to be like snappy or are we okay with 26 minutes of evaluation? Have we gone 26 minutes? That's what the clock says. Oh, boy. We should probably move on, shouldn't we? Housekeeping. Probably an ad in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. A lot of housekeeping to get to, actually, now that I mention it. Um, donations. We've I made... noticed, noticed the uptick in donations the last couple of days. Yeah, no, appreciate everybody Inter- who has uh, donated us money. Well, what did I tell you? Interesting. No, you, you know what the... Don't. No, don't. No, don't. I'm going to bring up my own stats. <laughs> you know what the direct correlation is to people donating? You know what the direct correlation is? What is it? We're telling people it exists. Oh, you're saying that they everyone knew about it before. Yes. And the 38 steps that they had to go through to find it. No, it had nothing to, to do. Know, no, it had nothing to do with scroll that. Scroll down to the bottom of the it Apple Podcast. Had nothing to do with that. Yeah. It had everything to do with the fact that we were not telling people. Oh, mm. by the way. By the way, if you'd like to help us, we're not asking you 
to pay us or give us money to get the podcast. Podcast is always free, but if you'd like to support us, then by all means, go to ogtrianglemedia.com and it'll take you right there to one time or recurring and do your thing. So shout out to everybody who has stepped that up. We also need, speaking of all the tech mobile sounds, we had, we've got some more people who have chimed in. They want to participate in the tech mobile tournament. Jenny, or February 4th. Sunday, February 4th. Shady's. Downtown Garner. 25 bucks to get in. Cash prizes. Not to get in the door to play in the tournament. Well, you can, you can always come see us. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's free. That's a good point. Come that's buy a, a beer. Come support Shady's. Come support the OG. Speaking of supporting the OG, you can support the OG by buying t-shirts from breakingt.com slash OG. I'm rocking the hoodie. We had a right really now. good uh, Q4. We did. We did. You guys, y'all really like the flag shirt. Yeah, Hoodies and whatnot. So big shouts. Um, we've got some new stuff cooking up now there. We have, I have a shirt that I want to do. I feel like you won't let me talk to Jamie. I feel like you cut me off. No, I Jamie. didn't. You want to set up a meeting with Jamie? Potentially. Cause, um, as, as one of my loyal law, of the wolf listeners pointed mm-hmm. out, I really want all of the quotes from the beginning of the law of the wolf intro on a shirt. Okay. My juices flow all the time. Yeah. I'm with you absolutely. On that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. On That's that. a triple play. I, I can do that. I've been cooking Happy up Thanksgiving. I've been cooking up some some shirt ideas. Now we have one ahead of the ACC tournament. <laughs> okay, what? Ryan just distracted me. <laughs> oh, that's right, because the comments are live, so you're distracted now. What? Hold on. What? What's the matter? Ryan, why did he have to do that? What? Oh yeah, and Ryan makes a really thank you, Ryan. Ryan makes a really really good point. Jillio, we have the smartest audience in sports. Also, Jillio, our audience can't find a link. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Because here's the thing. What's that, Lauren? No, 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 Lauren. The, the whole point that I was making about the donation thing is that we just weren't telling people it existed. Once we've told people it exists, then it's all good. And yes, you are going to need headphones because we have a very special guest that we're not going to tell you about until that person is live. Yeah, yeah, so you'll need headphones for that. So anyway, to wrap up the point here, go to breakingtea.com slash OG. They got some new shirts that dropped today. Speaking of links, right. speaking of Ryan links, got me on that one. the uh, Breaking Tea dropped the new uh, Seth Jarvis t-shirt. If you go into our YouTube comment, you know, our, our YouTube description or the podcast description, you'll see a link to Breaking Tea. That is a referral link, meaning that when you click on that link, it does take you to the Ovias and Julio landing page. But you can then go to like the Canes page or a local team page and see their T-shirts. And if you buy a shirt off that referral link, helps us. It helps us. So they just dropped the new Seth Jarvis shirt. So if you want to, if you like that one, cool, go buy it. You want to buy our bad for ratings one? You can do that too. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I went to Breaking Tea today in yeah. the hopes of that they had a Sebastian Aho Islander shirt. Yeah, they I don't. Want, I want them to make one. They don't. That says the real Sebastian Ajo. They also made... Remember they have what, a bunch of Ajo shirts. That's why I bring that up. Remember when we talked about Jay Williams and how he said he would transfer to Carolina, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Breaking T was right on top of that. They were. I just like the way they play nice. with UNC. Again, use the referral link and you can make oh, that happen. Lauren can't see, but she can hear. She can hear. Our special guest All right. Is so, Lauren, you're here? Oh, wait, hold on. So I'm going to turn your mic. You here? I'm here. Can you hear everything? Yes. I'm freaking out now. Don't freak out. <laughs> Don't freak out. We're going to talk some hoops here and we're going to get into some, some other fun stuff. Okay. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive. Oh, wait. We still have ads to do. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's important. I know. Shady's, Whitaker, and Hammer. Yes. Check WH.lawyer, just in case you get astray. Uh, 
reckless driving ticket in downtown Raleigh. We also have our friends over at Mosquito Authority. So yep. big thanks to them. Hey, Check Lancaster, them out. Bugsbite.com. And we have our friends at Breeze who have a contest going on. You want some Canes tickets? Free tickets. Free tickets. Go to our OG Triangle Media Instagram page. Go look at the stories, the IG stories, and you can follow it to Breeze Through and you can qualify for four tickets to a Carolina Hurricanes game. So big thanks to Breeze Through. You can also check them out on their social media channels, Breeze Through, and find out a way to do that. So now that we have all that out of the way, it's time to bring in our guest. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline is Josh Passner. Now, oh yay! Hanging out with uh, with Field of Sixty Eight, our friends Rob Doster and Jeff Goodman and the crew. Josh, what's going on, man? What's up, everybody? Great to <laughs> great to be on with everybody, and I'm in a little bit different capacity than we've talked in the past, but uh, it's it's good to uh, talk some hoops, especially in this time of the year. So how are you? Uh, how are you kind of enjoying a season where you're just watching everybody and and, and kind of doing this and, and talking about hoops in general these days? Yeah, you know, I, I've actually been pretty busy. It's, I've been I've really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm working. So I've, as you mentioned, I've done stuff with Field of Sixty Eight. Um, I do stuff with Peacock in studio every every Tuesday with Big Ten basketball. Um, I do studio Ooh. with uh, <laughs> I do studio with. Um, uh, with ESPN in studio and then also doing calling games. I've called games for a lot of games for ACC network. And then I've done some games for CBS sports network calling games. So it's been busy. I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's obviously a kind of a different side. You get to see some different things. Um, you still got to be extremely prepared. There's a lot of work that goes in, you know, just, uh, you know, I mean, just in my own mentality, you want to be as prepared as possible and all the notes and watching as much as you can. And, and just, you know, with anybody in the media, I mean, you, you, it, there's a lot of preparation that takes, that, that takes, it's not an easy thing. However, the difference is when it's over, you know, I'm going either back to my, I'm going back to the hotel and getting, a, uh, going to sleep and getting a meal. And if you lose, you know, I, I, I don't have that feeling, but on the other hand, if you win, you don't get that feeling either. You're just kind of neutral once the games are, are completed. So, um, uh, but I, it's, it's, it's allowed me to stay really involved. You know what, guys? It's allowed me to really take a, a great look on some things as my time as a head coach, as 14 years as a head coach, um, things that I thought I've done well, things that I think, okay, I got to get better at. So if I get another opportunity as a, as a head coach, um, I would be prepared even in a different, in a different venue. It's, a, it's almost like taking a sabbatical, if that makes sense. You have a chance to breathe and you know you. And, and just kind of gather yourself for a second so yeah. it's, it's so it's been good i've really enjoyed it i always knew you were the smartest coach in the league coach because you did the anti-acc you're like i'm taking money from peacock i'm taking money from cbs <laughs> i'm taking go. money from espn don't Love limit that. yourself yeah don't limit well you, well i i got i was fortunate i got i was able to get you know and, and i'm not i i'm obviously not doing it for the for the monies on this this you know right now but um, uh, but what I would say is I, I got, you know, they're all non-exclusive. So I was able to go to different networks and I was very fortunate of that to get, you know, everyone allowed me to get, get good experience in a sense and, and, uh, and, and work for different producers, see how different things are done. And who knows, maybe one of them will say, Hey man, he's good. We need to keep him and sign him for, 
and we don't want him to go anywhere, any other networks. We don't want to let him go back to coaching. And, you know, that'd be kind of cool too. But, you know, I've really just taken it a day at a time and, and I have great respect. It's given me a, you know, look, I've always had great respect for the media and, and I understand they have a tough job, you know, for, I, I, I fully understood that. Um, but, you know, I also have a, 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 a different side of it of understanding. I mean, there's a lot of preparation that goes involved. I mean, you just can't, and, and everyone here knows this, you just can't just show up. I, you know, you just can't show up to a game just like you wouldn't as a coach. You just can't show up and expect to be prepared because you will, you will be recognized as you were not prepared. And so there's still a lot of preparation. Like I said, the only difference I mean, there's differences, but one of the main differences when it's over, you're not carrying the win or loss with you. Mm-hmm. You were a soothsayer in 22. And, oh, that's and, right. And you said the heels were headed to the final four. <laughs> We've talked about this. I, I openly mocked you at the time. I'm like, coach, just because you lost to them doesn't mean they're they're headed to the final four guy. Uh, <laughs> they look good, though. They, they kind of look, they're starting to look like a little bit of the vintage heels here now. What What is your impression of, of North Carolina and how they've kind of separated in the ACC. You know what? Here's what I would say. And I, and I, and again, I've, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I, I am going to, but I am going to pat myself on the back. I I did, I did call it. And I also called Miami. I've called some other teams. I've, I've been, you know, I, that's what I've done for a living. I've studied, I have a good feel about it. That doesn't mean I'm always right. I mean, I, I think in 1986 or 87, I was wrong. I can't remember the last time I was wrong in one of those years, but um, uh, but no, but, but I, 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 I've, I have a good feel on that. And I thought that year Carolina was outstanding. And I just didn't, I thought people just were sleeping on them. And what I would tell you right now is I think Carolina is the best team in the ACC. I mean, as of today, and they're, they're playing at a high level and, and you know what guys, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's funny in sports, it's almost like addition by subtraction because they lose Caleb love. And they're a better team, but Caleb loves having an outstanding year in, mm-hmm. with Arizona. And and it's funny he was planning to go to Michigan, and that would have changed Michigan's yeah. obviously you know yeah. Yeah. season this year. So and it, things didn't work out. He's at Arizona, so he's having a great year. Arizona's a team that can win the whole championship, the whole, the national championship. So it's worked out for all parties. But there's no doubt Carolina is is right now is I, I think they're the favorite to win the ACC. I mean I really do. And um, I think when you got guys like Baycott and Davis, and, and especially Baycott, he, the dependability, I, I, I don't know if people fully understand that when you can depend on a guy like that, night in and night out, that he's going to get you a double-double, basically, and he's going to clean the glass for you, you know, it's, there, there's something to say about that. And uh, they're, they're good. I mean, they're really good. And I think they're the – now, Duke, if you're asking me, I think Duke's got the most pros on the, their, of anyone in the ACC. Uh, on their roster, but Carolina has obviously been the best. And I would tell you I, two surprises. Um, Clemson, who I start out like, you know, a house on fire, mm-hmm. has taken a little bit of a back seat, which I'm, a li- which I'm surprised. I am surprised about that because they are very talented and they've got a lot of good players. And, they have, and they've got a, a, a stretch coming up now that's not going to be easy either. They've got a couple games coming up here that's – on the road as well too, so they're it's going to be an interesting uh, uh, couple games for them. Um, and I and Florida State has has come back. You know they were kind of left for dead, and they're now just moving along and haven't had some great wins. So you know it's been it's been interesting on that. And look, NC State had a great win the other day. I think Wake's been good. 
Obviously, they had a tough loss, and they, they maybe struggled early on, but they had that stretch there where they were like nine and ten in a row. And, um, you know, the league might not be where it's so power-heavy, but I think it's pretty balanced. Look, I think Georgia Tech, Davis Sotomayor has done a really good job at Georgia Tech. They're a tough out. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had some close games, and 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 they've had some – they could have won a few more even. So, you know, you're looking at at, at Boston College and, and, and Notre Dame aren't gimmies. I mean, those are tough outs. And so – it's it's uh it's going to be a it's, it's going to be an interesting race down the road. How many teams getting the tournament though is going to be another deal. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be another thing. Yeah, I I'm curious coach. I know you might want to since you might want to get back into coaching, maybe you'll be a touch diplomatic with this answer. <laughs> but when it comes to North Carolina, <clears throat> I'm what kind of reputation did they have in terms of when you face them in the last couple years, I mean, not before that, like in the last few seasons when they weren't necessarily the North Carolina, we remember them as being, were they a team that maybe your guys thought you could out tough them a little bit. You could push them around a little bit and they might back down. Well, what I would tell you is, you know, look, I, and we actually had some good success against North Carolina when, when yes. I was coaching, you know, so um, down there. Yeah, <laughs> for but, sure. Yeah, definitely down there. <laughs> but, but what I would tell you is um, um, with coach, you know, it's, it's obviously when you're taking over coach, you know, with coach Davis, it's a whole deal. So let me just say this, first of all, obviously with, with uh, coach Davis, I mean, his reputation in the industry, everyone loves him. Everyone yeah. talks about how nice of a person he is. And I don't care what anyone says to go to the, the championship game, your first, I mean, you know, you're in the final four championship and look, everybody. It's hard. It's hard. And, and, you know, it doesn't say, it doesn't say road to the conference championship. Everything's about road to the final four. That's what the, all the marketing is. And they were, and if you guys all remember, they were really on the outs of not getting the tournament. Then they had that oh, yeah. great win at Virginia tech on the road, which kind of got their season going. Secondly, He's probably, you know, what he did against Duke to end Coach K's career on senior night there on Coach K's last home game and to end his career, I would assume bought him a decade worth of extensions, you know, of, yeah, of, sure. of, of, of a safety net. However, in Georgia Tech think, dollars, yes, but quite, not, no, not Tar Heel dollars. At least not Tar, yeah. for sure, though. So um, um, I think um, I think now last year was a different deal. And I think I think a lot of people felt they had bat- the chemistry was was just bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everyone talked about it. Like it just, it looked like coach Davis was miserable. You were Davis was miserable. It looked like the team was miserable. They were playing miserable. Now they had some wins because they're talented, but their chemistry was nowhere there. They were not in sync. And, it, and obviously a lot of things have come out saying this guy and that guy were fighting and feuding over things <laughs> off the court. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know what's all true and not true, but, but the bottom line is, is they looked like an, a miserable, unenjoyable group mm-hmm. last year, body language, how they played. And so this year, for whatever it is, the addition by subtraction, it's been it's worked for Caleb Love and it's worked for North Carolina. And and that's been the biggest difference right there. Which means that the NCAA selection committee will take notice of this when they make the brackets and we're going to get an early Arizona UNC <laughs> match. Uh, uh, well, you know, right? you know what, you know, what is interesting guys and you're right. And people always talk about, they don't, you know, they always say, <laughs> oh, we don't look at that. And that's, but these are human beings making these brackets. Yeah, man. They're, they're, it's, this good is how, it's good. They, TV. Like if it's close at all, you have to imagine they yes. would go, Oh, look at what yeah. this now, is. now they're not. Now these two teams, the way on their trajectory, they wouldn't meet till the second weekend. Obviously, yeah, It's right. not going to be yeah. the first. It's not going to yeah. be a, uh, early weekend. Now, let me also say this, that because 
you know, people got to remember how everything is magnified with the NCAA tournament. And so like Carolina, who was, you know, in that, in that they went, you know, six games to get to the championship and obviously lost to Kansas. It's like FAU last year, like Dusty May. I know how good of a coach Dusty May is. He, he's a, tr- before he went to the final four last year. Mm-hmm. But what was amazing is they had a, they hit a shot at the buzzer to beat middle Tennessee in the semifinals of their conference tournament. And they really should have lost to Memphis in the first round. Yep. And probably no one's talking about FAU and no one fully understands he's a great coach. But that's what happens is everything gets magnified. The, the, the making and breaking of careers of, of players can all happen literally in a, in a 30 day window in the month of March. Coach in our new iteration, I'm in charge of selling things and hearing you be a proponent for dusty may makes me think we should have just as you did on the weekly conference call. If I could sell a spot, Josh Pastner sells Coach X for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Josh, the weekly check-in with Josh Pastner yeah. gives it gives us a. a, a I'm nom- you know how many coaches I've put in the Hall of Fame? Or names on the I know. It's amazing. It's a lot. But we need. <laughs> but we have to. We have to change your powers of, of selling for the Hall of Fame for the ACC getting more than three teams in the NCAA. Well, I, and and here's what I would tell you. I think. Look, the ACC. I think it's it's. It, you know, it, there's a lot of parity. I don't think it's top heavy, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't know how the selection committee is going to look when it's all said and done. But here's what I'm going to say: You look around the Pac-12, the ACC. I mean, there you, you still got to fill out the bracket, and so exactly and so like, one, yes. one of Joe's favorites, yes. coach. <laughs> the big the Big Ten is going to have to. The Big Ten's maybe not having as many teams as they've had in the past. Going to be in, so. You're, you're right. You, you're, the ACC needs to have more than three, needs to have more than five. The ACC should get year in, year out, no matter what. They somehow need to get seven, eight, nine in. They should be yeah. more than – how are the Big Ten's been? That's where the ACC needs to be at year in, year out. But what I would say is, you know, the Pac-12, how many are you taking? So here's what's going to happen. And, of course, you know, look, you still got a month and a half before all this happens. So there's a lot can happen. But there's going to be teams losing back and forth. Teams are going to eat each other up in conference play. It's going to be decided to do is the, is the committee going to look at, okay, we're going to take team, you know, six, seven, and eight from the power conference, or we're going to take team three and four from the non-power conference. Yeah. And that's what it's going to come down to. Are we going to take, you know, team two from another conference that might have great numbers, but, you know, they, and, and so it's going to be an interesting dynamic because I think more than any year, of any years in the past, there's never been this year where there's maybe as less teams in all the power conferences where you're saying as like on the wrong side of the bubble, right? Right as today. And we're talking January, you know, 18th, 19th, whatever it is. And so uh, the 18th. So, so I think that's where you've got to look at that. It's a totally different deal as of today. Now, so a couple teams get hot, things can move. We all oh, know sure. how that is, but that's what makes a tournament. It's going to, that's what's going to need to be, you know, good. Yes. And I see there, you're right. The, every, so let me tell you this. I called the eight, I called the Clemson Boston college game on last Saturday. Uh, at, and so my, and I had so many people come up to me and says, coach, the greatest thing we might've ever seen is when you were playing Clemson during the COVID year, you took off your face mask because you were mad at one of your players in front of Teddy Valentine. 
you took it off and you slammed it on the scores table and you ruined it and they gave you a tech and you put it back on and it was indented. And I had more people from Clemson come up and tell me that. So yes, I agree. Somehow, some way that thing should be in the hall of fame of the yes. ACC. I love it. It's in the Go ACC no, Hall of Fame. Say, yeah, it's definitely ACC. the Go ACC yes. Hall of Fame. Absolutely in the Go ACC Hall of now, Fame. Now, let me ask you guys this. I'm going to reverse the questions to you now. Okay. I got two questions for you. I, no, I got three questions. Don't forget you have the carpool. Yeah, it was yeah I'll, get, I'll get there. I'll get there in a okay. second. <laughs> let, me get, let me get three questions to you. One, you tell me where do you see, how many teams do you see as of today in the tournament with the ACC? No. In the, in, right off. I, I see... Whew. I see four or five right now. Yeah, as as of today, five. it's about four. Okay, who are the five? Who are the five? Who's your five? I mean, North Carolina, Duke, uh, NC State. I think Clemson's done enough early. Yep. Yep. I think Miami's done enough early. Yeah. Uh, the question is going to be Wake. Ultimately, well, Florida State. Florida, Florida State's, but they also didn't they lose they to Lipscomb? Some, they have some bad yeah. ones in the non. They got some, they got some bad losses in the non. They, they started out like five and six and one, then they like or five and one or six and two, and they lost like four straight. But then they, they yeah. got going here. Yeah, they, they was it nine straight now? I think it is for Florida State. So I, I see four or five right now, and I think the issue is we talked to Wake Forest head coach Steve Forbes about this in Colorado. We talked to Steve, we talked to Steve Forbes about this, and the the issue just happens to be that you can some conferences have understood how to game the numbers. Yeah. Then yes. when you get into your conference play, those gamed numbers just help feed. And the Big Twelve is the biggest culprit right now in terms of gaming those numbers early. Um, some ACC teams are getting it, but some are not enough. But, you, but, but look, for example, like Iowa State. And, and 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 they're a good basketball team, but if you look at their non-conference schedule to start the year, they weren't playing anybody, but they were smashing teams by like 30, 35, 25, and, and, and their net numbers were skyrocketing. Yeah. Whereas some other teams, like what Coach Forbes was saying, had some good wins, some tough losses, and their net numbers were dropping. It's not, you know, it's not supposed... They say running up the score is not supposed to be, but somehow, some way, the, the, the difference the in the score matters. matters. Yeah, the math. Well, like last night, last night I was at the North Carolina-Louisville game, and North Carolina, I mean, clearly separating themselves from the rest of the ACC, and, and Louisville looks like they're a little bit better at this point in the year they than they were than earlier. Where's that person the other day that was saying Louisville wasn't better than last year? Are no, they they're, adding you today? No, no they're, 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 they're better today, but... There was a conversation when they went through the, yeah. the sleepy time there in the second half and before they got back defensively to, to, to being successful, you started to wonder, well, wait a minute, they might, this is a Q4 game. And if they don't be Louisville by enough at home, they might actually yeah. drop in the net because of yeah. this. Even though if you watch the game, no, literally, at the you end know, of North the game, Carolina is a dominant team. People were and saying you know, they might because yeah. of it. And, you know, every time, and, and you can ask any, you know, Coach Forbes would tell you, you're, he's, and he's exactly right. It's a lot of it is like the old, uh, uh, our, our, uh, the, what's it called? The, um, not the net. What was it? Be, um, well, the, yeah, RPI, the, RPI, RPI, the RPI, the old RPI. Well, the old RPI, you could for sure game that. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just moving to another room. So, I was going to say, you know, you're fine. I hear, I hear the kids, but, but here's the thing you we could game, you could game the RPI. I remember, uh, um, Southern Miss, uh, Southern Miss with, Larry Eustachy, awesome coach. And what I would tell you is he played he in the RPI. They got in the year because it, 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 it was, we were in Conference USA. And what he did is he played 
he the way he played these games, like on the he played these teams, yeah, got a road game. Yeah, it, it got the numbers. So Coach Foreman, you can still kind of game the system in a way, knowing how to do it. Now, every year Dan Gavitt from from the NC2A would come and talk to the coaches, and he would say the formula. No one knows how to do it. It's it, you got to be a math a math genius. But in the end, um, uh, in the end, you've got to you 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 got to win. You've got to depending on who you play, but you've obviously got to win by a great margin. So it's an interesting dynamic. So I, those are your so that's the issue, and, and that hurt Wake a couple yeah. of years ago when when Steve Forrest was coach of the year. That team should have got in the tournament, and they didn't get in. Just like Clemson last year, they didn't get in when they should have gotten in because of the numbers. So West Durham, uh oh, has chimed in and says <laughs> it's time to wrap. <laughs> what? What? West West is pushing the button. You know, First of all, I like I like the comment before West. The right, comment exactly. before West was was outstanding. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. That's by James Land. Yeah, tell James I really appreciate it. James. <laughs> You're telling him right now. <laughs> Thank you, James. I appreciate the great comment. And then West and West is a, now listen. West is a Hall of Famer too. West is a yes. yes is a, is. West is a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. He's one. Of, he's one of the great ones. Okay, I got a second question for everybody. That's right. We had two more questions. That's two right. more questions. questions. Are you? Did you agree with Florida State being left out of, no. the, of the football? Oh, in oh. football? No, yeah. they, should, they should. They should have been in the college football playoff. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what, Third question. And then once and once we got to the Orange Bowl situation and they got beat by Georgia, yeah. like that didn't matter. No, that they, did not. They didn't what, play. Didn't, what, they, yeah. What I have liked Florida State to Mike Norvell to fire everybody up. You go out there. We're going to beat Georgia. We're going to claim our own national championship. We're going to, we're going to be disruptors us in central Florida. We'll have a joint parade. I would have loved that. I would have right. loved that, but oh, they should have. Okay. Been. Third, third question. And you, and I love commissioner Phillips, commissioner Phillips. He deserves to be in the hall of fame of commissioners. <laughs> All right. So he, okay. and I love, no, I do. He's oh, a good okay. man. He's a good, he's awesome. I love. Okay. Commissioner sure, Phillips. sure. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But, no, and I really do. I, I, he's my guy. But I would t ask you this: Is the ACC going to survive? I mean, if Florida State tries to leave, and we're, we're, what's, I mean, where do you foresee in the next few years? Do you guys foresee the ACC? Honestly, I really would like to know from your viewpoint. You've covered it for so, you know, so long. Tell me, where do you foresee? So see now that you got this lawsuit going on. Yeah. Expansion. Where do you see the ACC? And I know everyone talks about ACC basketball, yeah. but everyone here knows football drives the bus. It's no longer basketball drives the bus. It's in, in an ideal world, I would love it if the ACC went the way of the Big East when it comes to basketball, where you have a lot of like-minded schools all caring about the same thing. And that would be great. And, you know, you could have environments like you get at Madison Square Garden for a tournament, right? But obviously, like you said, football's driving everything. I've been arguing for the longest time that 2030 is when it's all going to be wrapped up. But with Florida State's lawsuit, it might be sped up a little bit. And and that's not going to end well for anybody. It's we not, know that it's going to it's going to be wonderful for billable hours. I know that. Yes. Um, the so, lawyers win. Yes, correct. So right now, Florida State and the ACC are engaging in a math problem, and it might speed up the exit. But the big question that I would have now is with the NCAA understanding that this is all unsustainable, we might have some super conference or, you know, like what happened, what was the soccer league that wanted to do its own thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever that was. Super league. And I wonder to myself, 
you know, what's that going to look like? And what we think of conferences might not even exist. So the whole thing's all messed up, but man, I don't, I don't know, Josh, I, I, I thought I knew, but I don't know anymore. Uh, given the TV money and, uh, and everything else. I'll just say this because uh, as we know, we have to say as we, as we get out of here on this, you got to come back coach. Yeah, you do. I would love to come back and, and, yeah. and I would love to come back and, and, and just like West Dirt, West Dirt, call in. I'll take your questions. Yeah, you know? yeah. We'll take your calls. <laughs> the you people know? have so, spoken. The people look, have we spoken. Just, we, I would love to be back with you guys. We can talk a lot. We can talk more in depth on ACC and as things get going here, have me back. I would love to be able to love it. To talk more on what's, what's, what's shaking is, especially as we get a little bit closer to, tournament time and i can even talk on some other conferences that i've seen and i love it and, you, and it's a real interesting we'll dynamic. place we'll get pizza well actually you know what josh if you actually work a game in the area we will do the show from the pizza place okay i like it we'll make it happen i gotta bring my own pineapples for you like i did last time that's right it was gonna happen it was a great that pizza what? It, here's i would say we were so if we had won that game i still would be coaching I think because of that pizza, that pizza might have slowed me down mentally. It might have cost us a game and cost me my job. Because of the pizza that you just, I should not have eaten. It was great pizza, and it probably slowed my thinking down. Three and a half minutes, I remember. I Our press break, they tur- we turned it over against NC State. What was I thinking? I was so mad at myself. I played, When I looked back, it cost me my job. The pizza. The pizza. Josh, man, we appreciate it. Oh. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Josh Faster. <laughs> <laughs> One of a kind. You know, how did we just catch that stray? It's wow. fine. It's fine. It's we 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 deserve Good it because job you notice Josh Pastner fired Julio. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, have you cost him in his job? Have wow. we not have we not referenced it to people when we've gifted people things? Things we bad. tried. We're we trying. Tried. We tried. We tried. That's ultimately all that matters. <laughs> Oh, funky i liked it oh you didn't know about the remix no there's a remix of that one <laughs> we got that remix joe we got that remix uh big thanks to butcher's market for sponsoring ovias and Jillio. let me take lauren out of the window here we'll, we'll bring lauren back here in a second i just want to make sure i get the billboard up for our friends over at the butcher's market maybe we do the show from the butcher's market and me we too. introduce josh to the steak and cheese uh, yeah I, I need to text kenneth i'm on it we got to make that happen i don't know maybe josh loves it here and you can contact hometown realty and find a, find a house get here yeah, myhtr.com. Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll tell you who's in the real estate Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hometown Realty. Go to myhtr.com. <laughs> Buy, sell. Calculate. Now, you want to talk about Hall of Fame. You know who makes Hall of Fame wings? Oh, wings over. Wings over. Give me the sweet chili. Check you, you, out. you like the hot lemon pepper, but the sweet chili is definitely the answer. I do. I do enjoy that. All right, let's bring Brownlow back onto the YouTube here. Oh, what? wait. We, we do have a little bit of breaking news. got to make sure. The James Lancaster is my new favorite person, by the way. Oh, they got the sandwiches now? They've got sandwiches now. All right, awesome. perfect. Thank you, James. Oh, and a lot of people in the YouTube comments have been making reference to the OG bingo card, and we've probably hit bingo. Uh, one of our listeners, Jesse, sent us a bingo card. Oh, yes! And I put it on our Instagram page. I'm pulling it up right here. Oh, so good. And uh, the bingo card, Lauren, you you can't see this, so I'm just going to read them. Okay, and okay. You get to I was going to say, do I need to like, pull it up on my phone? Yeah, you're actually one of the squares. Brad Lowe guessed <laughs> Appearance. So okay. check. Cool. I'm glad uh, it's not something worse. Than play the hits. Play the hits. Jillio loves to say <laughs> play the hits. Gas yeah. station beers. Shout out to Breeze Through. The Jillio whistle laugh. <laughs> I do like that. For a variety of reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah. That's me. You do say that a lot. I do say that a lot. Wow. Jillio talks about playing football. 
Oh, wow. And as somebody pointed out in the YouTube comments yesterday, yeah, Joe was white knuckling through that anecdote from your football <laughs> days. I was like, yeah, I was wondering where that was going. Uh, technician slash WFNZ mentioned. I should correct that. It should be a WKNC mention. Okay. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. That should be the free square. Aaron Rodgers should be this free square. It should be Aaron Rodgers. Let's Pat get out of here on this. Let's yeah. podcast. It's, I can't see the list. Yeah. So. Well, that's actually one of them. Let's get out of here on some Hey Joe questions. Steak and cheese, which we referenced. A trip Tracy or Mike Maniscalco <laughs> appearance. Yeah, that's true. A Star Wars mention, of course. Yeah. Jillio struggles with technology. We've had that <laughs> oh, already. Yes. Did you're getting, you know what? You're getting so much better. I'm I really know. proud of you. Uh, Thank you. Jillio, Jillio mentions technology a coach, which, by the way, saw Roy yesterday, gave him <laughs> a fist you? bump, nice. told him we got to get you on soon. He kind of gave me the shoulder shrug, like, not nah, really. big guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, good, but no, no not really. No, thank you. Uh, an obvious trauma dump. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we had that hey, in, in a home field ad. When we might have another trauma dump with home <laughs> field. I don't know. Having a podcast, you can't trauma dump. Exactly. Jillio applies Icy Hot. That's every oh, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is every show. I, I miss a show for a youth hockey thing. Yeah, that's true. Jillio uh, oh, and Brownlow fight about Virginia. Mm, oh, yeah. that's a good one. That is yeah. a good one. Jillio talks about driving to Virginia to make a bet. <laughs> Quick context here. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. Let's get out of here on this. Uh, we got pandemic rules or COVID year, which is yeah, something I that you keep. I'm right. not even going to bring up the Armando Baycott surpasses Ralph Sampson on the please rebounds don't. list because I, I know you're going to be like, COVID year. No, every, <laughs> honestly, every time years. they talk about any of these records, it's mildly upsetting it to is. me. Good. At least just because it's the totals, right? Right. So it should and, be. And, but I get it. I get it. You got to yeah. mention it, and it's fine. It's not like he was, he's not a really good player, and but he, let's not. Luke DeCock guest appearance. I mean, yeah, it's a weekly yeah. thing. And then Wolf it. Blood. Good one. And then Wolf, <laughs> Wolf Blood, Blood, of course. Uh, Wolf Blood is there. Uh, we just, nice. Beer flavored beer. Yes. And, and the Instagram comment, somebody has said, every time Joe forgets to close his email. <laughs> oh, that one should get, be the center square. And you get the email thing <laughs> and things like that. Um, so we, we did spend a good chunk of time talking ACC hoops with Josh Passner. If you missed that, please. <laughs> I'll put that whole thing on YouTube. By all means. By all means. Go back and watch. Go. There are, there's so many Instagrammable moments from that conversation. I will be doing it into the weekend I, uh, for sure. I sometimes wonder if he's real. <laughs> No, he's he's. You know what I mean? Like, how is you a person know, like this a real person? You know how That's much, what I mean by that. You like, know how much <laughs> I hated the weekly conference call. No, he's. But great. for oh. him to be on he's the so Hall good. of Fame soapbox every week was outstanding. I just want him to follow me around and and like hype me up. Yeah, you know, you could do this. You could get that jacket You're one on. Of the best I know to ever do this. Like, I, keep up. Like, I love that. I love I, how like positive he is. I know the zipper on your jacket's broken. <laughs> But you could do this. <laughs> Lauren, you will get that fixed in the spring. I, I'm so going to. The, the, other, the other bit of news is related to DJ Horn and the double bird that happened oh in the win against Wake Forest for NC State. The ACC released a statement oh. yesterday afternoon. The Atlantic Coast Conference announced that it has issued a reprimand okay. to NC State's DJ Horn following Tuesday night's Wake I Forest. I hope NC he State had the same game. response. The, the, re reprimand. the reprimand was issued following the league office's <laughs> review of the game and is based on Horn's involvement in an unsportsmanlike and inappropriate oh. gesture at the end of the game. The league will have no further comment on this matter. I was talking to somebody from North Carolina last night and I made a joke about the reprimand and they were adamant about the fact that Horn should have been suspended a game. What? Or at least a half because you can't talk about 
respecting officials XYZ yeah. and then have a player give an official the that double wasn't bird. to an official. Oh, it was to an official Lauren. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was totally to an official. Oh, I, I thought so. it was to a wake fan. No, I thought I when <laughs> look. Or I thought actually, you know what I thought? That it was like to this game in general, which I actually respected and was like, I totally understand this energy because yeah. this game is taking years off my life. So my what I said in response to the lack of suspension i'm like yeah i get it i, I see what you're saying you know it shows a lack of respect you Fair can't enough. talk about respecting officials and you're doing that I mean, it's just a there has to be there have to be is. repercussions for this and i said i have a feeling that the ac looked at the t- acc looked at the totality you gotta look of at the, the game in its full context man and like yeah man we had cranky officials we had a, i mean full-on dante clerks i wasn't even supposed to be here today right. that was that situation and it's yeah. like you know what look man it, it's in a way that not to go full dad mode here, your kid sometimes does some things they shouldn't do, right? And you can go about it a couple different ways. And sometimes I'm a, I am a big believer in the first one's free, all right? First one's free. And I'm not going to get too much into the details of what I just had to do with my 15-year-old over an incident. Joe knows what I'm talking about. Lauren knows what That's I'm a talking good one. about. It's a real good one. Was some, that was some parenting. Like that wasn't one hundred and one. That was like oh, that the was advanced. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, school right, class. Right. We, we were we were in graduate school class that yeah. one. But it wasn't a scorched earth. You're done. Ground. It was like all right, okay. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. Boom, boom, boom. Are we all on the same page here? Cool. If it happens again, well, then that's when things are going to get real. And I feel like again, in the context of the game, and you don't like to see it. It's like, look, man, you shouldn't have done it. Don't do it again. Shout out to all the NC State fans, though, who are like, oh, the punishment will represent itself in a game (laughs) when you might have like a Carl Hess type moment where, ah, there's the kid who double burden official. Well, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt in this game. And that's fine. If you want to believe that conspiracy. I mean, here's the thing. You might not. Because guess what? Some of these guys are friendly, and if you piss one of them off, yeah. then sometimes they might receive, yeah. like maybe like for a game yeah. or two. Yes. But like, comma Carl, exactly. I'm yeah. sorry, like exactly. that's reality of life. That's I, not like a backroom dealing. That's just like things that happen I in life. Actually, <laughs> I actually think Carl Hess is the last person to get a reprimand from the league. Is he? He is. That's right. Because the Virginia, the Virginia Duke situation from last year didn't end up in any sort of reprimand, no. right, or any sort of public reprimand. No, no, no. A reprimand. That's so funny. It's I like know. reminds me of like a censure. Oh, and Congress. one other. It's and, just like and, who cares? And one other, one other note. I, I would not slap a, someone on the butt. In public, I would like not. A, whatever. I would not have had a problem if they had suspended them for that reason for a game. Oh, neither would have I. We talked because it's about officials. So? We talked about you this. think so? Yeah. If we, they had done that, yes. Now I think from that angle, it is difficult to a hundred percent prove that it was towards the official. I mean, That's particularly since it wasn't Jeffrey Anderson. Jeffrey Anderson was the official right. who controlled that game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like. What reason does he have to give Trey Stott? Now, he might have been doing that. I'm not sitting here don't defending you, what he you did. Ever, don't you ever give the bird to like nothing? Yeah. But, like, all the time. I do that, all the time. Too. All the time. Frequently. All the time. Like, yeah. F this. Like, oh, yeah. That, that was the energy I got from the gesture. It was just a big, heavy, like, nah. I mean, I just I just gave the double bird to my car because I had to go replace two times. Well, that's what happened with your. Somebody was, t- Luke was telling me something wrong with the car. I'm like, that's his brand new car. No, I was an idiot. This is the, the troubles with downtown parking. No, look, 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 look. Here's the troubles with downtown parking. I already had somebody back into my bumper. So uh, I got that issue. And then on some of the streets, on some of the blocks, they've got the high curbs. Yeah. And in backing up, popped. I, I crunched the rim <gasps> up on the curb. You know, you have like 85 cameras in your car, right? I get that. Okay. But I was not. 
You weren't paying. You I, were rushing. I, I was right. rushing or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't paying quite. I wasn't paying enough attention. Whatever. In. Whatever your opinion, the two of you is of like whatever you think my greatest skill is. Parallel parking. My parking. actual greatest skill is parallel parking. I, that's that's where I miss my fit. Yeah, dude. Well, maybe that's what it is. No, maybe I'm the Honda. It's the actually Honda. the driving thing I'm by far the worst at. I just got into a space successfully today. It took me about 30,000. I was Austin Powers and like the thing going back and forth a million times. I hate it so much. Women be driving, Rallo. I'm going to throw something. <laughs> Oh, he, he that's no, that was he intended for you Dungy to give me the double before, bird. by the way. I well, I, I don't want to be reprimanded. <laughs> Or suspended. <laughs> the horror. What if children are watching? Oh my goodness! Whatever would we do? No. So I crunched the uh, I crunched the tire on the curb, and it forced a weird bubble. Oh jeez! Uh, and I but I was I've been driving with it for like a couple Super of weeks. Sensitive too, because it's like this finely tuned thing. Yeah. So yeah. it was. So I started getting this message like, "Oh, your tire pressure monitoring system is, you know, go see the dealer." I'm like, "Okay." Oh dear. And then I took it to the dealer. Next thing you know, and you can't just get one tire. Uh, no, you can't just get one tire no, you because you know the balance and the tread. Yeah. Wait, what? The force in the universe. Well, yeah. the Civic got the balance uh, in the universe. I've this, never had that told to me. The oh, yeah. Civic, and if I did, if they did, I'd be like, "I'm good. I'll take my chances. Thanks, bye." <laughs> yeah, the the Civic is 13 months old, but I've already put over 20,000 miles on it, thanks to hockey. And wow, hey, look, wait, that, what did you just say? Well, the, that, well, I guess that's not that bad. I've driven it to Detroit and back. I've okay, driven yeah, it yeah, to yeah, Roanoke, yeah. Virginia. I've yep. driven it. I'm going to drive it to Charleston. I've already put... Is that car a year old or no? It's 13 months old. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 13 months old. So that puts some miles on that bad boy. So I already put 20 plus that's thousand not, miles on it. That's not that bad. I mean, you yeah. drive like 10 a year, probably 10 yeah. to 12 a year in a normal year. Dude, hockey... So add hockey on top hockey of it. Hockey has absolutely just put mileage on that vehicle. Because remember, the other car is a lease. So I have to be careful about okay. that one. So I'm like, we're taking the Honda. That makes more sense. We're taking the Civic. Let's go. So at that at 20,000 miles, it was like, well, screw it. I'll just make sure I do two. It's like, well, because, you know, you have to replace them every yeah. 30. I'm like, buddy, I'll see you in 90 days. Yeah. It's like, does, does the deal for all four tires and the warranty count? If I come back and get the other two, they're like, yes. So free plug, Leith Honda. They always do a good job. Anyway, where were we? We, we got to get, get, get out of here on this. No, it's Thursday. No, we have stuff your to hey do. Joe questions. We have stuff to do. Oh, since Brownlow's here. Oh, okay. Since Brownlow's here, it's time for a Carolina Panthers coaching interview update. Oh boy, what fresh hell awaits me now? I don't have any. I don't have any. I think my juices flow all the time. I got oh. you. I got. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got a good one for you. Jesus Christ! Lauren has her headphones on, right? Yeah. Oh, she does. bullshit! A bullshit! A bullshit! Oh, <laughs> what is that? The kid in the back of the car? Yeah. Oh, have you never seen, seen that, that one? He's oh, just randomly, so yeah, he's just I'll randomly have to show. saying that stuff. Alex is so into funny like videos right now. So, so uh, our friend Mike K, our friend Mike K over at the Charlotte Observer uh, has an updated list on who okay. the Carolina Panthers have talked to uh, in terms of their head coaching search and their GM uh, search. So they have interviewed the Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, Wes Durham was trying to talk up Dan Quinn to me for the, uh, I keep for that job. I don't want Lauren to throw things at me or get mad at me. I just keep trying to express that the Panthers are probably going to end up with a retread. You've got almost certainly. I just hate it here. I just hate it here. 
Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. That happened on Wednesday. We Dolphins tried. offensive coordinator Frank Smith. That was That'll a be virtual interview on Tuesday. That has been Mike K's pick all along, by the You've way. You've got uh, Averro, the current defensive coordinator for the Panthers. He apparently interviewed last Thursday. He interviewed for another job as well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he interviewed with the Falcons and the Seahawks as well. Yeah. Um, again, I'm just reading from Mike K's yeah. list here. Panthers special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, who was the interim coach. <laughs> I'm just gonna have I'm to do that. I'm imagining that interview. I need like someone you know to make a parody version of that interview because I would have enjoyed it very much. You know what was interesting about Tabor though is that I the like Panthers, Tabor. the Panthers have actually denied interview requests for him what? from other teams. Yeah, because they want to keep him on. They want to. They want to keep him on a special teams. Okay. Rams offensive coordinator top Monk, Todd Munkin. He's been a hot name for a while. Mike Ravens, Mc Ravens, Ravens offensive coordinator. That that one I don't hate as much. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. He apparently interviewed last. So why, week. what's up with all these? Why are all these defensive coordinators on here? Do we have a problem defensively? I'm so sorry. I mean, they, is there a problem defensively with this football team, or would you might want to get a coach in there who knows what they're doing offensive? Why are they interviewing all of these defensive coordinators? Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, who has been the one that people have been pointing out to, because Ben Johnson who is the uh, the bell of the ball this this, yeah. this coaching from season. Chapel Hill right or from the state of North Carolina went to Chapel That'd went to, be, went to that, of the ones I've heard it's yeah. probably the one I'd be the happiest but sure. Ben Johnson is very much tied to the Washington job okay so they've what? got yes they've got all eyes on him and and that's 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 where they are what you got Texans offensive co coordinator Bobby Slowick and you got Brian Johnson offensive coordinator for the Eagles that's an interview that's been requested and what's there was one other one in here that hey, I'd seen. Lauren, oh, uh, Dave Canales, who's the offensive coordinator for the Bucks. Lauren, we can definitively answer though. It will not be Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you so much. I could be wrong. Oh. It might not be a Super Bowl winning coach, but Dan Quinn did get the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Oh, sure. How did it end? I but forgot. Speaking of the Falcons, I forgot. Speaking of the Falcons, oh, was you it know bad? who you know who's getting a second interview with the Falcons? Uh, Mr. Bill Belichick. Belichick. Bill Belichick. Oh, I bet he hope he get he hopes he gets it. Well, why do you need a second one with Bill Belichick? <laughs> what? Either you what? want him or not? What? Hey, hey, Bill, I want to go over some things hey, with uh, you. Okay. That, that's what threw me. I'm like, wait. <laughs> You said second. So was it your choice to draft Mac Jones or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, Better them than us. I, Would I, you actually throw the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London? Oh, oh that's, yes. That's okay. who the, that's who the Falcons should do hire. Do you know Kyle Pitts is on your <laughs> on football team? team. Yes. You do? Great. You're hired. So you, you brought up the Mike McCarthy thing. And Jerry, so I... I am confused by the possibility. Oh, and one other coaching note before we get into Mike McCarthy. Mike Tomlin is going to be back with the Steelers. He was, as he put it, in a much better mood to talk about his contract situation as he enters the last year of his contract. And he's confident that some sort of contract situation will work itself out. So that's kind of the news of the day with the coaching stuff. But yesterday we come to find out that Mike McCarthy is coming back to the Dallas Cowboys and, 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 and in the final year of his contract. And my curiosity is why? And... I know you were kind of joking with Lauren about, well, here's his regular season record and X, Y, Z. I know his wins. regular season record is Three fine. Years in a row. I understand that. I've watched him win. I've watched his teams win games almost completely in spite of him at times. <laughs> but everything is judged by what are your expectations? And the Dallas exactly. Cowboys, right down to Jerry Jones, the expectations have always been, I want to win a Super Bowl. That's all Jerry Jones ever talks about. I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to win a Super Bowl. I can feel it. It's close. I can taste it. In my blow. I'm going to circumcise the mosquito. Okay. I don't need to. So he says all these things. That. 
So if that's your oh, expectation, you cannot Jones. you no. cannot embarrass yourself again in crunch time like the Dallas Cowboys under Mike McCarthy continue to do. Why not? That's what they've done for 30 years. Well, see, here gets so here's the here's the interesting question. <laughs> well, has it stopped them it's from fair. being talked about as if that they are not doing that? So here is nope. my here is my question to the two of you. <laughs> okay. Does Jerry if Jerry Jones wanted Bill Belichick or if he wanted Jim Harbaugh or, you know, for the sake of the conversation, let's throw in Mike Vrabel, who many people feel is a very good head coach that just didn't work out in Tennessee. If Jerry Jones wanted those guys, do you think he could get them? Like if Bill Belichick is trying to chase wins, another crack at the Super Bowl, would he not look at the situation in Dallas? No, that's the place for me. I don't think that's a. Good marriage. And what's what's a better? No, what's a, he's saying in terms of in terms of taking over a team that could get him to the record oh, and let's, also let's take let's take Jerry, let's take Jerry out of the equation. Oh, well, yeah. Then, yeah, Dallas would be a perfect spot. Absolutely. And if Jerry's whole goal is I want this Super Bowl so badly that you know what I see this marriage and I'm, I'm just going to get out of the way and I'm, I'm going to let Bill do the thing or Harbaugh. What does Jerry care more about than anything else? I think Jerry actually wants the credit. Yes, Bingo. That's he's the got a little bit of the that's fact why that he hires yes man Julio. coaches that are kind of mediocre Central. that he can boss around and then gets upset when they <laughs> Wait, don't win enough. Are you saying Jerry Jones is like you and that he wants a, I was right, Jerry? <laughs> he, he wants the well, three but, kills. But is it, no, but it wasn't. But isn't it's that why when he hires great coaches, they don't last as long as they should because it, he chases them like he they know. But isn't that the whole I mean, the whole Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor thing, right? Yeah. It all came down to like well, who gets credit for the Super Bowls. Exactly. And he was mad that Jimmy Johnson got credit for the Super Bowls. And there, you know, it, it, I remember reading a uh, a long feature on Jerry Jones and how he was very adamant about this competitiveness with Robert Kraft, right? So Jerry was super hype about the fact that he got into the Hall of Fame before Robert Kraft, but Robert Kraft was like, cool that you're in the Hall of Fame, but look at these bad boys. Look at these, okay? And it crushed Jerry. But rather than going, okay, well, I, I want to match this. Like, does Robert Kraft go out of his way to try to take credit for the Super Bowls that have been won in New no. England? No, he just gets to party with Meek Mill and the Fanatics guy and live his life wearing the same outfit every day, the sneakers with the suit. So why can't Jerry get with the program on this, man? Ego. Because he has a little sheet that has Tyreek Hill with red letters. Is that why? Anyway. I did add the exclamation point. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did do that. You did do that. Okay. Let's uh let's 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 continue, shall we? It is time, but we're also working on Josh Pastner time. Okay. The show has been completely pushed back 20 minutes, Joe. He had three questions at the end. Lauren, do you need to go? I mean, I guess at some point. Okay. Because we are getting close to wrapping things up. I just want to make sure that, you know. My parking, uh, I've got like 10 minutes. Get out of here. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Right no, no, that's fine. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, big thanks to Matt Davis State Farm. You got the hat on today. Look at that. I do. It's I a really it. nice hat. Big thanks to Matt for sponsoring Govies and Julio. Give him a call. 919-779-8277. Go to insuregarner.com, voginsurance.com to find out more and you can save. Speaking of saving money, head on over to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code OG23. Again, that's OG23. 23 and you can save 15 percent off your order a lot of great retro vintage inspired shirts for all your favorite acc basketball squads they got great bomber jackets that look slick i know as you mentioned uh with the state bomber jackets that we've seen that's been very very cool 
So again, go check out homefieldapparel.com. Use that promo code OG23. What's up next? What's up next? And now the moment you've been waiting for. Yes. Let's get out of here on some Hey Joe questions. It's brought to you by Oakwood Pizza Box. It is Thursday. We are live thanks to Sleek Fleet and Oakwood Pizza Box is open. So go check them out. You can order online at oakwoodpizzabox.com. I'm not going to bring it up because I got enough questions about this. Amazon has put in a bunch of money to get Diamond Sports, a.k.a. Bally Sports, a.k.a. that damn app that sometimes works for the Carolina Hurricanes, right? There seems to be some confusion as to what this is and what this isn't. So I'm going to try to make this really simple. Amazon is investing in the acquisition of Bally Sports, essentially to keep them afloat with an eye towards taking over a lot of this regional sports network's business to add to Amazon Prime Video. As we've mentioned, the Peacock, the great NFL Peacock experiment was a success. They had 23 million people watch a wild card game in primetime between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So now everybody from the tech companies to the broadcast networks are going, oh, we see you're interested in paying for things if it's truly worth it for you. So you're probably wondering, well, wait a minute. I get the NFL. I get why NBC wants to put football games behind a paywall. I get why ESPN and the NFL would partner up and potentially start putting more stuff behind a paywall. What about the regional sports networks? I mean, this Sinclair, Diamond, Bally, they're bankrupt, right? That's how we got into the situation. Yes, but that was banked on a dying business on cable with the regional sports network. Don't forget that the way Major League Baseball makes all of its money is by having very popular baseball teams in incredibly large markets. New York, Boston, L.A., Chicago, et cetera, right? So the interesting wrinkle here is that Amazon went after Bally, but Major League Baseball, Rob Manford, the commissioner, went, I don't like this deal. If you want our digital rights, you have to negotiate with us directly. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. In the meantime, the NHL, the NBA, which is also part of this, and the Carolina Hurricanes are a part of this as well, it looks like, if I read this correctly, Amazon will make Bally Sports available through their Prime Video apps, but it won't be part of Amazon Prime. Like, you know how you watch Thursday Night Football? Yeah. It's part of your Prime package? Yeah. That's not how it's going to work with Bally. You still have to, you know, they have these channels that you can literally add. Like, you want to add HBO, you want to add Showtime, you can do that with Bally. This is actually a good thing because one of the knocks for Bally is their back end isn't very good. You try to log in, it doesn't work, it kicks you out, it times out, et cetera. One thing Amazon knows how to do with AWS is get this stuff up and running. So you could see a imp- you can see an improvement in quality, and we'll see if what ends up happening is that the original sports network will actually just go the way of Amazon Prime in a couple of years. Because again, the NHL and the NBA's rights deals, they gave those up. And we, we're going to have a new negotiation going forward. So just something to uh, something to keep in mind going forward. All right, let's go into the chat, shall we, to see what, um, what we got. Ah, see, from uh, Muzak Geek, the fact that it took this year to put Jimmy Johnson in the Ring of Honor speaks volumes. Uh, that is very, very true. As Lake points out, just look at the Barry Switzer hire. Exactly. 
uh, that that's that's definitely something that uh, you have to keep in mind. A lot of people having comments on the DJ Horn thing uh, from Michael. Let the coach handle it. Keep him out for the first half. We don't, you know, we all have done stupid crap. Exactly. And that was probably the thing that was most popping on the YouTube comment section. Um, well, from uh, Brand HBO Max changed their name to just Max, your move, Peacock. So what? <laughs> P? No, I'm kidding. It would be funny if they just called it cock. Um, as a Carolina fan, here's how I think the Horn thing should have gone. Carolina used to run sprints for behavior like that. I think Keith should tell Horn that they're both running sprints together for their individual actions leading to technicals. Then he should announce anyone that doesn't have a problem with this behavior should run with us. Then the entire team and the coaches should run sprints together, blah, 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 blah. Inspirational music swells, Disney logo. Then they can record it and play it on the Jumbotron during the next game. And Keats can say it's an apology. Uh, from Logan, sorry, not buying into any of the refs who call a basketball game in that way is being one of the best refs in the country, referring to Mr. Heine's uh, Anderson. Maybe one of the most experienced, but the way he handled that game was atrocious. The entire crew was bad. Why are we running cover for it? Everyone who watched that game saw it. So all those things in the YouTube comment section, by all means, leave comments there as well. One other note about the DJ Horn before we get out of here. I did want to clear one particular thing up. And that is a lot of the online reaction, which again, I have to follow my own advice and not get too wrapped up in online sentiment where places or people just want to argue. But there's a consistency that I've seen with DJ Horn in relation to, well, we know how you two would have handled this if it happened at UNC. And I think to myself, I think your displeasure with how certain UNC incidents were handled shouldn't be with us. They should actually be with your own university and how they go about these types of incidents. When Drake May went through some mundane trash talk with NC State, I was amused. You were amused. It's part of the rivalry. It is the exact trash talk that I've always heard. Who made Drake May apologize? The AD. Okay. When Courtney Bangart went on a super fan podcast and she talked noise about NC State basketball and small gyms and blah, blah, blah. You and I went, okay. And I think our ultimate sentiment was, cool, talk to talk. I think it helps raise the awareness. But I think, if I remember correctly, you were like, maybe beat State before you truly talk yes. trash. Yes. Which... And you called it too, like, now she's got some teams coming her way. Mm -hmm. And we've seen Carolina women turn it around. And we've seen this back and forth now between the Wolfpack and the Tar Heels. Who made Courtney Bangard apologize? The AD. Okay. When Dave Doran said, oh, you know, we haven't, we, they were pieces of shit over there, haven't beaten us in X amount of days. Mac Brown was the one who was apologizing to his own team. So the issue isn't with the media. The issue isn't with us the issue isn't with state fans the issue if there is an issue is if you're upset that carolina players have found themselves openly apologizing for things that they've said understand that those apologies have come from within the building the calls coming from within the house so don't be mad at the media don't be mad at us if you're mad that your guys have to apologize for the mundane things you know talk to your school about like hey guys let them cook just let them cook it's okay Everybody moves on with their lives. Anyway, it's going to wrap it up for today's show. Thanks to everybody who was hanging out. Uh, what? We got Timmy, Thursday Live. Thanks exceeded. to Sleep Fleet. Exceeded expectations. Exceeded. That's what we want. Brownlow, 
We got uh, we got Josh Pastner. Josh Pass. We need a Josh Pass. We got Hall RL. I'm wearing a Breaking Tea OG <laughs> shirt that matches his Ovias. It's comfy. I can vouch again. BreakingTea.com slash OG. Do that thing. Uh, stands up. All right. We will see you Monday, and we will finally get another answer for the Bills and the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill. Oh, no. We'll see you then. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.